Welcome to the Naked Vibe Show. I'm Kimberly Kane. This is the Tune Your Vibes segment of the Naked Vibes podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Rocket University, where you'll find rhythmic movement meditations designed to help you tap in to your primal senses, to that deep essence that's in you, to help stir you in new ways and give you new ideas and to use your sexual energy in creative ways. And I'm not just talking about in the bedroom. I'm talking about the way that your sexuality connects to your creativity and the way that that connects to your daily life and your daily work and the way that you carry yourself and your confidence and your courage. And most importantly, to your highest spiritual nature, because that seems to be the area that often people look to as a last resort. It's a first resort. And when you really put some serious attention into your spiritual life, that's when you're going to start feeling more whole and more vibrant than you've ever felt before. That's the essence of who you really are. This episode is a little bit different because we're just at the end of Halloween and Dia de los Muertos. Talking about death is not really ever an easy thing, but like so many things that I do on this show, that's why it's important to talk about it. That's why it's important to raise the topics that we deal with on an internal level, but don't always know what to do with them out in the open. And that's what's cool about Dia de los Muertos is that it's a celebration of those we've loved, those people who have walked this earth with us, walked our path with us, and have now passed on to the other side, and we remember them in celebration. Halloween, of course, is more of a fun, spooky holiday, and it has such a rich tradition, and I love it. I love talking about supernatural things and and playing with that, and also looking at it, though, from a very holy perspective. So, it's very broad and very deep. So, I'm going to play for you a recording from a live gathering. This was from a series of events called The Realm. Which is much like the Naked Vibe show in that we do some talking about spirituality, consciousness, and the like, and we do some live music. And on this particular gathering, because it was right there at Halloween and Dia de los Muertos, we also did some disco dancing afterwards, and it was a blast. And so in this recording, you can hear a lot of the big room sound. So I'll actually post the full video for you on nakedvibes.com because that'll help if you want to take a look. But I hope that you'll be able to mine the nuggets from this talk and enjoy the live music and stick with it because at the end of this show, I've got a great surprise for you, a brand new song from Brian Miller that's just recorded and I know you're going to love it. Welcome to the realm. Tonight, today is Dio de los Muertos. Right. Is that how I say it? <laughs> Good. And that is a celebration of the deceased, which is a little different from Halloween. So this week we've had Halloween and then All Saints Day and then All Souls Day and now Dia de los Muertos. And so it is really a celebratory week. The difference, though, that I've learned between uh, Day of the Dead and Halloween is that Day of the Dead is really a celebration. 
not just, not really a celebration of death so much as of those who have passed, because there's a consideration that they are not gone. They're still with us in spirit. And so we want to celebrate that they've been here, that they've touched our lives, and that we can still feel their presence, and that there's this thin veil this time of year, which is really where Halloween originated, was with the Celts and the Druid religions. So it's very old, like before, uh, older than say 2,000 years, I believe. And they looked at Halloween as a time where this veil between the physical and the spirit world was very, very thin because it was very connected to the change in seasons. And they relied on the change in seasons for their survival. So they were very in tune with those changing energies. So this is an interesting time of year and Halloween is it has become something where we tap into fear and scary things in a fun way. But there is real darkness that happens though, isn't there? And the last few weeks I've been talking about rising shadows and things that we feel like that. But tonight I want to touch a little bit on when darkness seems to rule. And there are those times when darkness seems to descend on us and it can feel like we will never see the light again. And I know that there's people in this room, you can't get past a certain age and not have experienced that kind of darkness. And so I specifically want to speak to that when darkness rules, what we can do in the face of that. One of the things that happens when darkness seems to rule is that it begins to creep into our thoughts and negative thoughts start taking over. And when that rules our minds, then it starts informing our actions and we have a troubled time seeing or feeling how to get out of that. And I recently saw some research that showed that negative thoughts are actually heavier, meaning they take up more space in the human brain than positive thoughts. Isn't that interesting? And so you can see how we often float to the negative thoughts that if we've got a 50-50 chance of something great happening today or something miserable happening today, it's amazing how often you can hear people say, well, with my luck, or you know that's going to happen, you know traffic is going to be awful, or you know that things are going to fall through. But if you've got about a 50-50 chance, why would we not migrate to the positive thoughts that keep us uplifted? Well, if this research is right, then it's because we have more space in our brain that's occupied by negative thinking. So we actually have to be proactive about moving into those positive thoughts, doing things that allow the light to come in. Years ago, there was a tragic news story that really, it touched me so deeply. This was a story of a little girl named Amber Hagerman. She was kidnapped and subsequently murdered. And when I saw this news story, it impacted me so mightily that I went and started writing a song, and it was one of those times, it's not always like this, where it just, boom, it just 
flowed from me and it was done. So I don't really feel like I wrote it. It just flowed through me. And uh, I want to do that for you and kind of let you hear the progression of how that impacted me.
wanted to do a little lead-in for that song so that then I could talk about the fact that when darkness, that kind of darkness, comes in, because it, it doesn't get darker than that in this world when someone loses a child, especially in a violent way. And boy, that movies have certainly been made about that, right? And so we think, what, what do you do with that? What do you do with that kind of darkness? You can't explain it away, and you can't give nice platitudes that it'll be okay. But here's the thing. When I was impacted by that song, by that news story, something has to help us be okay when we experience those kinds of things. We have to find a way to be okay. How do we do it? What's interesting to me, that the reason I call that song Love Will Men, and the reason I believe that so wholeheartedly, is if we look at the power of the human spirit, the higher spirit that pours into us, that answers our call during those dark times, you can see that what happened through the darkness of what happened to that child, Amber Hagerman. Well, Amber Alerts were created. So now, how many children's lives are saved because of that? Then, Adam Walsh, another child, same thing happened. His father went on to create the TV show America's Most Wanted and had a huge program that has done so much to help others. 9-11, what happens when you see this tragedy of buildings going down? You see the power of love come into people and fill them up because we all say, you know what, there's more than that, and I want to reach for that light. So you see people rushing to the scene from everywhere, from all over the place, to help people in New York City. It came from all over the world, the light started coming in. So love always wins, always. And it may not seem like it in that really dark hour, but we have so many examples of the way that it does rush in. And one of the things that is really interesting is that in all sacred texts that I've seen, angels are mentioned. The word angel means messenger. So messengers of light, they are with us to come in when we need that in the darkness. So from the Tibetan Book of the Dead, to Rumi's poems, to the Bible. In the Bible, angels are mentioned more than 300 times. And often, when a person experiences an appearance of an angel, it begins with, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And we need that message so much, so that we can move into the place that Dio de los Muertos and Day of the Dead celebrates the passing and celebrates those who are on the other side, so that we know that there's more. It does not end with death. Death is not the final word. Certainly, we all experience deaths along the way every day. We have disappointments. So I've been talking about the huge, the worst thing that can happen, okay? But what about just the little daily deaths that we experience? Issues with our finances, with relationships, all kinds of things that come in and threaten our safety and security in our daily lives, our jobs. What do we do about those? I've talked to you before about some of the dreams that I've had. And 
I'll share this one with you because this is kind of a, an interesting sort of Halloween spooky kind of tale, but it really, really shows the power of, of what can happen here. I was at a bookstore and I was just walking down an aisle and I happened to notice on the bottom shelf, and I mean, this is one of those things that you notice where it's just a flash, I don't even really even pay any attention to it, but there was a book something about vampires, something about learning to be a vampire or something, and I thought, really? <laughs> so I just walked by it and, okay. Somehow, though, that probably lodged in there. So that night, I had a dream. I dreamed that I was in the car with three other people, and they were really fun, and we were on a journey somewhere, having a great time, and I felt so comfortable in their presence. And then the next thing I knew, we had driven into what seemed to be a lake, and as the water filled up in the car, I wasn't afraid of it, but I looked around and what's going on? And then the water became blood. And so that's rising and rising. At that point, I became very concerned. And even more so when my companions, who before I was really enjoying, said, just relax, just relax. And I could feel that this was not the right place for me to be at all. Something was happening here that was lulling me into darkness. And this was so powerful and so impactful that in my dream, I reached up and said, help me. And a hand came down and pulled me up out of that car. And it was light. And I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, I was I, I was up for about the next three hours, <laughs> just trying to calm down from that experience. But it was amazing the way that in a dream we can even experience that kind of darkness, something that's coming over us, but that all we have to do is call out to love. Call out, and love is there instantly, like lightning. Another interesting experience I had a client who asked me to pray for her daughter who was having a lot of trouble and hanging with all the, the wrong friends and people getting her into a lot, a lot of trouble in a lot of areas. And so I prayed for her daughter, and that night I had a dream that someone was calling out to me. And I went to them, and I could see that in a place where all the wrong friends were happening, people shooting up drugs, all kinds of just darkness that was there. And I was scared. But then as I looked around, I thought, well, this is interesting, because at first I thought, these people are going to see me, and this is going to be bad news for me. But as I was there interacting, I realized they weren't paying any attention to me. And I thought, they can't see me. And so the girl who I had prayed for, I said, come on, let's go. And she was reluctant at first. I said, you know what, God? I need some help here. This is way above my head. I don't have any experience in this realm at all. I need some help. Ten lights, boom, came. And we lifted her and took her out of that place. That was another powerful dream for me that tells me that all we have to do is call out to love. Call out to that higher power that is there. Prayer is so much more powerful than any of us can even begin to tap into. 
I've seen some things that make me know, and I know some of you have too, because I know some of you in this room and some of the experiences that you've had, and I hear them from other people. I am also, uh, along with my dad who's here and my sister who's here, we are at the two-year anniversary of my mother's passing. That's a significant time in our lives. And so thinking back to that time two years ago, hospice had just come in as of yesterday. And she was celebrating the day before hospice came in, celebrating with her family, a big birthday party. And it was amazing. She was beaming and everyone was so happy to see her. What I learned from hospice, which I recommend to anybody, hospice is an absolutely amazing, beautiful experience. And those people are the most caring and compassionate people in the world. They do so much. And what they told us was that what we see in the movies about this instant death, people just up, fall over and die, is really not so much the way it works, uh, except in, a, in a, a traumatic experience, that death often takes place over about a month. And that people often, like my mother, recognize somehow that they're leaving. Somehow their spirit knows that it is moving on to the next place. And so they get with loved ones, and sometimes they can even really rise up and show a huge surge of energy, which makes people think, wow, I guess they're not sick after all. But it's really just that final, I'm moving on. So we experienced this wonderful week with her as she transitioned, and we got to see that. We got to witness her moving from this physical world into the world of spirit. She had arthritis from the time she was 19 years old. So her hands were turned severely at this knuckle. And she had, was a wonderful musician and seamstress and had, had to stop playing piano years before. And during this time, about 48, 24, 48 hours before she passed, her hands completely straightened out, which really showed us the power of the mind when it lets go of what is wrong with us, then what is right with us starts to emerge. So going back to what I talked about, about that negative space, that negative thoughts take up more space in the brain. And in the physical, that's what we have. We, we really have trouble and wrestle with those ideas that we are more than physical, that we are children of love. We are children of the most high God or the highest power, and that power lives within us. So we have the ability to call it up at any moment, and it wins. It always wins. So these have been some powerful experiences for me, and I know that you have some too. And it's kind of fun and spooky at Halloween to talk about supernatural things, and I love it. I've always loved supernatural stories. And I kind of looked at that word supernatural, and it really kind of just means more natural, even more of what is natural. And so we tend to look at this physical world like this is natural and that's supernatural. It's very woo-woo and we don't know. But really, I think that that's the super version of what's natural. 
and that our negative thinking is what is not natural to us at all. And that's what gets us in trouble. What we do here in the realm is spiritual, not religious. There are many sacred texts. And when I read some of the sacred texts to you, and when we do some of the movement meditations that we do here in the realm, I want you to know what the purpose of that is. The purpose is that when you take in what is sacred and what is whole or holy into your heart and into your mind, you override those negative thoughts. And so that is the way you call to love because as it lives in you and you find yourself in a place of darkness or a place of fear, you're able to call up that positive energy so quickly. Of course, the miracle says angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes. And you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things you see. It also says, say God's name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. And there is a verse from the Bible in Psalms that says your word is a light. So there's always, when we call to love, a light that shines on our path so that we know where to go and we always have a way out of the darkness. I don't know about you, but that helps me feel safe in the midst of an often stormy world. So, happy day of the dead. Let's bring in some more light. I want to invite Brian Miller back up to do a song for you. George Harrison, the Beatles, one of my favorite bands. I don't know if you saw the documentary on him. He's a wonderful, wonderful spirit. Everybody loved him. He had great friends to the day he died. Uh, the documentary was talking about uh, when he was sick and he was dying. There came a point where it was past the point of no return. He was basically on his way, recognizing that he was going. He had close friends and family in the room with him that day. His ex-wife was telling this story, and she didn't want to give all the details because it was very sacred what happened. But all she said was, when he finally passed, there was a brilliance of light in the horror that nobody could explain. And it's weird to talk about that because it was like, yeah. I thought that was great because that kind of says what you were saying, you know, it was a supernatural yeah. event. It was more natural. But it was just an extension of who he was all along. He was already alive for me. So this song kind of ties in with this because of, uh, you know, this little mystery that we call life, the mystery that we call death. It's hard to think about. It's, it's a little more complex than we know, probably. We only use a little bit of our brain while we're here. There's a lot more going on, but... Somebody once said, the best thing to know is that you don't know. And that makes it real simple. This is the end of the end. Thousand splinters collide into a dream.
take this opportunity to share with you an online course called Beyond Religion, How to Pray and Get Answers. It's a video course that you can use to tap into your highest levels of intuition and really using that in a practical way in every area of your life, whether it's in a job situation, a relationship, or whether you're going through a really deep, sorrowful, introspective, confusing time in your life. I created this when I was going through a really sorrowful time in my own life. And I thought, wow, how the heck do people go through this kind of thing when they don't have the skills and the tools? Because even when you do, it can be unbelievably difficult. So, I decided to create something to help people go through those times. But like I said, you can even use this, though, to sharpen and hone your skills so that you're kind of a spiritual ninja in other words, to really just uh, tap into your greatest strengths. So, I'd love for you to check it out. It's called Beyond Religion, How to Pray and Get Answers. And you can find a link for it for a free video just to help you see what that course is all about here on NakedVibes.com. Check it out. You heard some music from that recording of the live event gathering called The Realm, but I promised you a Halloween Dia de los Muertos treat at the end of the show. Brian Miller's just recorded a new song, which I love, and it's a perfect fit for this episode. So it doesn't even have a title yet. It's not yet released, and he's been kind enough to let me play it for you today. So I'll let you know when it is released, and you can purchase it for now. Enjoy it here on the Naked Vibe Show. Your demons are out there.
Thank you to Brian Miller for sharing that very cool song. Also on drums and production on that song is Davis Bixton. This episode of The Naked Vibe Show is sponsored by Rocket University, where you'll find rhythmic movement meditations that will help you deepen your connection to your own body and to your own spirit, and then help you step forward in courage in your life. You'll find a link for the rhythmic movement meditations in the show notes on NakedVibes.com. You have the freedom to be naked and unashamed about who you truly are. Stand in the truth, love big, and you are aligned with the greatest power in the universe. I'm Kimberly Kane, and this is Naked Vibes. (laughs) 